Hello and welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 48, Apocalypse Nerd. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles. I'm Emma. Hello. On today's show we're going to be covering all the news that grabbed our attention from SDCC15. And then talking about Kaleidicon, a new convention coming in October to these English shores. Hooray! Sorry. <laughs> cool. So, where do you want to start with Comic-Con? Straight on. Straight in. Like, wherever, sir. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to do trailers first, or do you want to do news first? Well, I made notes again. Yeah, I, I know! Get you and all this prep! I watched stuff. That was enough. <laughs> I watched stuff because I knew that I'd forget stuff, because I always do, but I've got like loads and loads of notes. Um, should we start with trailers, because there's quite a few. Yes, okay. And I feel like I'm going to... It's going to go on record here that <laughs> I may be changing my opinion about Batman vs Superman based on the this trailer. This is a turning point, kids. Is this the good to bad? Well, bad to good. We've been slating it we've since been we very first heard on. about it. I, I swear that guy at the end who's playing Lex Luthor, no. That turned, that turned, that... That's, Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, yeah. 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 off. I'm That's really? kind, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm kind of agree with great, that. But no, that was a bad wig. That's a bad wig. I've got better wigs at home. I've probably got better wigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the one, maybe miscasting well and, and the other thing I've got to say that still annoyed me in, in the trailer is that there looks to be yet another filming of Bruce Wayne's yeah. parents being killed oh, just please for fuck's sake <laughs> stop doing that the movie Bob's response to that was perfect he went 2 minutes 23 oh thank god that's what happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah but as I put in a comment on Facebook the fact that they're addressing the controversy from the end of Man of Steel with all the death and destruction by working that into the plot of um, Dawn of Justice. Well, not necessarily is, controversy, just all the hate yeah. in, the, in the world for the end of Man of Steel. Looks like it's uh, being picked up. And what is Lex Luthor doing with Zod's body? Indeed. Oh, is it Lex Luthor that's got him? Do we never show? Sure? I mean, we, we definitely much. saw the body and Lex in close proximity, but yeah, it's, a, it's a, only a supposition at this point because it could be anything. But it does look all right. But yeah. Yeah, it's it, it looks that they're kind of writing in all the death and destruction at the end as for why Batman is pissed with Superman. Yeah. Which well, is fair. The fact that he probably lost a loved one when yeah. Wayne Financial was destroyed, yes. I guess. Um, two scenes that stand out for me from the trailer. Mm-hmm. One is uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman kicking mm-hmm. ass. Yeah, yeah. And secondly, when Superman rips the doors off the Batmobile, yeah. Batman just calmly stands up and yeah. face off. Yeah. That was the bit where I was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, this could be all right. But we'll see. Yeah, well, you know. Because we have slayed that. We, 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 we have been hating on it for <laughs> a long, have. long time. So, yeah, I don't know. Could be okay. Could be cool. So, what did you think of the um, Gotham and Metropolis are supposed to be opposite each other? And that ferry that you see in the, the when the Heath Ledger was the mm. Joker, that, that's the ferry between the two cities. Mm. And so you you know, you know work in Metropolis, but you live in Gotham, depending on you know your wealth. That's, I thought it was quite an interesting mm. revelation in one of the, one of the director was talking about. I don't know. I've, I've never really imagined them being close together. Well, I don't know because I mean, in in the universe, Smallville and Metropolis are not the far away. Um, but yeah, Gotham 
I think is well. I mean, Gotham's supposed to be New York, isn't it? Is yeah. it's the kind of, so that would make Metropolis well somewhere in Canada or <laughs> I can't clue. I don't know. So I, I don't know. No, I didn't see that bit. So mm. it, it's interesting if that's if that's how the geography lies. Mm. It'll be intriguing to see because that kind of means that some of the destruction will definitely have spilled over into Gotham from Metropolis. Yeah. Because if it hit. Smallville, as well as Metropolis, because it did, it, it all kicked off in Smallville, didn't it? So Smallville got destroyed and then it moved into Metropolis and they destroyed that. So presumably they destroyed a huge chunk of Gotham as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, should be interesting. Especially if, because um, Superman gets called to a government hearing, and if that's what turns um, Superman to like the government sponsored superhero. Mm. That'll, that'll start fitting in with Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. So yeah, should be cool. I don't know. I'm slowly warming well, up I guess to it. I, we've always said that we're going to watch it regardless, yeah, even absolutely. if it is just to tear it to pieces afterwards. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know. It, from the look of that, I think our concerns of them trying to crowbar too much into the plot, I don't get the sense of that from... The trailer. It feels like they're very much just focusing on the story of what's happening between Batman and Superman. And yeah, well, I think don't quite know how Wonder Woman fits in. She's just kicking ass somewhere on the periphery. Well, I, th- I think there's be, that'll be the first two acts. <laughs> I think there'll be a third act um, that'll be where the rest of the Justice League come together. Mm. We'll see what happens. I mean, it could be something to do with Zod. Mm. If Lex Luthor's got his hands on him, then maybe he starts creating something to kill Kryptonians from his blood or something. Yeah. Maybe Doomsday. Maybe. You know, that, that sort of enemy that could then force the rest of the Justice League to come out of hiding to, and reunite. And, and for Batman and Superman to put aside their well, earthly conflict. Makes sense for them to kill Superman. Hmm. You know, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. And leading on from that, Suicide Squad. I'm not sure how I feel about that one, if I'm <laughs> honest. I'm quite looking forward to it. I thought the trailer was quite cool. And I've always been quite looking forward to it because it's a film from the point of view of the bad guys yeah. and you don't get that very often. Uh, again, the, an interesting couple of frames in that is seeing the Batman cameo in it. Yep. So we're definitely getting Batman in there, which is going to be interesting. And whether Joker actually fits in with the Suicide Squad or not, because I got the feeling from that that he doesn't necessarily fit in with that. And, it's, and, and it could be entirely possible that, that the Suicide Squad are being sent to get Joker or something along those lines. Actually, yeah, that's true. It could be. It's a possibility because from you, from what from all, all the kind of ensemble shots that you see, Joker is not among them. Yeah, because we've always wondered what his role was in yeah, this film. Yeah, because he's, he's not, not in Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah, he's in the car though. If you see some of the uh, pictures that he is with Harley in the car, but obviously you're not seeing. That's why probably why Batman is on yeah. the top of the car. So he's he's going to be in a car. But that could, but that could be flashbacks because yeah. we, we've seen some um, Will Smith flashbacks with Deadshot, so yeah. that could be a flashback. Yeah. Because it wouldn't make sense for Affleck to waste one of his appearances being a major role in Suicide Squad, so it'd probably just be like a minor part. Yeah, as, as far as I'm led to believe, it, it is a cameo, and that there is a Joker cameo in the forthcoming Batman Superman. Because. Mm. Um, wow. Well, there should be. Yeah. But, you know, he should also kill himself by snapping his own neck if they're going to go the Dark Knight Returns route, but obviously that's not going to happen. So, yeah, I quite like the look of it, you know. It's 
it, it's going to be an interesting movie from a, from a bad guy perspective, and I like that. It's been the one that we've been more hot on. Yeah, I, I, I've long, been looking forward so. to it exponentially more than I have Batman vs Superman. Superman. But then again, I read Suicide Squad, so yeah, that's true. I like it. Cool. Other trailers. Did anyone see the leaked Deadpool trailer? Yes. Uh, no, I haven't seen the Deadpool trailer yet. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah. That's the thing is that I, I like the, they don't care if it's leaked. Like if Ryan Reynolds goes, "Oh, here, you, you, know, you guys watch the you know watch the trailer. It's leaked. You're not supposed to have it." I'd be like, "Fine," but you say Suicide Squad. Yeah. And Warner Brothers were like, "How? How mm. dare you? You know, le- yeah. you know, car pirate this uh, this trailer." But no, Deadpool. Deadpool one is hilarious. But then the Suicide Squad one got released after yeah, that yeah, anyway, which kind of makes you think if it was a whole stunt anyway. Oh, but it had like a, a strongly worded letter, mm. how much they were very upset with the fans for... Um, it, was a, it was a private thing, apparently, for Comic-Con, not for everybody to watch, but... Nah. Yeah, no. Was okay. it Marvel, like, for... Was it the Avengers? They went, oh, damn it, Hydra, you know, just get on with yeah. it. But, yeah, one of us not so cool about it leaked. Yeah, that's true, trailers. isn't it? Age of Ultron got blamed on Hydra for leaking the trailer. Yeah. 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 That's sweet. Deadpool looks exactly like you'd expect it to look like. Sweet. Just violent and profane. Yeah. Irreverent. Yeah. That, that headshot. Yeah. It just looks like fun. Mm-hmm. It just looks like mindless fun. It looks like what every Wolverine movie should have been if it had got a proper rating. Right. Rather than totally. Yeah. Speaking of Wolverine... He's hinted that his last one, Wolverine 3, I guess, will be Old Man Logan. Right. So. But is he also not due in Apocalypse? I'm not sure, actually. I don't know. He was on the ap- have X-Men Apocalypse without Wolverine. He was on the panel, but he was on the panel for a lot of things because um, Channing Tatum was there as Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. <laughs> Gambit was one of my favourite X-Men characters of all time, and just Channing Tatum, though. It's kind of weird, I'm not sure what's going on, because we've always felt for a while Dude, if you tell me you like Channing Tatum... (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm going to give the guy a chance, but I'm not... I wasn't keen on the announcement. But we've spoken for a while about how they were phasing out the X-Men, because they were... Marvel obviously don't own the rights. Yeah. They don't own the rights to have them in the MCU. But... um, I mean, we'll go, we'll go into the all new, all different Marvel lineup yeah. post Secret Wars uh, a little later on. There's a lot of crossovers there that don't make sense given who owns the rights for what property. Mm. Uh, because Daredevil issue one is called The Devil's Apprentice, mm. and his apprentice is Gambit. Right, okay. The cover art is Daredevil and Gambit. Interesting. Which, you know, Gambit won't fit into the MCU. No. Because he won't be. But we'll see. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, more trailers. More trailers. Did you see the X Men Apocalypse trailer? No. That was also pretty cool. We get to see Sophie Turner as a young Jean Grey mm. predicting the apocalypse. Um, and there's a little twist at the end with Professor X and how he comes to lose his hair. So he will be bald in this one towards the end. Uh, yeah, I knew that because I'd seen an on set photo of yeah. him being bald. <clears throat> Again, you can't see much because it's a dodgy leak. Right. Um, so you only got half the screen. So I'm missing. Yeah, I've not seen any of the dodgy leak ones. All I've seen is the kind of the official ones as they've gone out. But 
I'm okay with Brian Singer in his X Men films. Mm. They've generally been okay. God, yeah. So. Yeah, well, he came in and he fixed X Men 3, and now he's yeah. carrying on. Yeah. <laughs> Did anyone see the Danger Mouse trailer? <laughs> no. No. If you're, if you're 30 something and you remember Danger Mouse, then the trailer looks like the new show will be doing it justice. It looks great. Excellent. They open up with a Han and Chewy spoof <laughs> with Danger Mouse going Penfold. We're home. <laughs> Wait, troll a Comic Con. <laughs> it's, it's a BBC show. It's a CBBC show as well. Yeah. And they got a Comic Con preview. So sweet. That's pretty rare. That, yeah, that gives you an idea of how revered it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. If it's debuting at Comic Con. I put up a post on my Facebook about it, and um, two of my cousins from Ireland remember me seeing that as a youngster. Many, many, well. Three decades ago. <laughs> yeah, fuck, I'm old. Um, other trailers? Fear the Walking Dead? Uh, well, no, the problem, I, I couldn't watch that trailer because it wasn't allowing us to watch it in this country, so and I didn't oh, get it. I just didn't get Zenmate and just get yeah, around I, it. I didn't get around to bypassing it. I just went, screw you, AMC. <laughs> you denied me the Walking Dead and the Fear the Walking Dead trailer. So I was a bit narked about that, so they're currently on my naughty step. Um, Further Walking Dead looks pretty interesting. We didn't get to see much, just a lot of overall chaos as things degenerate. Mm-hmm. Um, seems to be a lot of self selfie phone shot footage as well, worked okay. into it. Ooh, really? I guess just for the Shaky spreading of cam. the news. Yeah, a little bit shaky cam because they, they're watching news reports of um, someone's been hit by a car, and as the ambulance is like tending to me, just gets up and bites his shaky it. cam. So we'll see. You didn't see the Walking Dead season six, right? No, no, I haven't seen either of them. They give away a couple of deaths in, in what in the trailer. In, in the trailer, yeah. I okay. had to look twice. I'm not sure whether it's the woman who runs the town they're in, mm. or whether it's Maggie. Okay. I couldn't tell from the trailer. It was very quick, and I actually tried to freeze frame it. But yeah, there's a zombie pylon, and they get a bit, so it's like, yeah, they're fucked. Okay. Mmm. But other than that, it looks like it's going to be a lot of um, Rick and Morgan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Conflict between those two. Mm. They work out who stays, who goes, and the settlement comes under attack and gets overrun. Okay. And then they have to move on again. Yeah. I've got more hand wringing in. Yeah. Oh, Walking Dead, I'm, got, I'm getting bored of you. <laughs> Last season I was like, oh, here we go again. Wasn't much news on the wolves. We'll see how, see how the wolves factor mm. into it in this one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Cool. And then there was a trailer for a little thing called Con Man. Yes, yes indeed. <laughs> Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion spoofing there. Themselves, themselves, <laughs> and that looks brilliant. There's a lot of common panels this weekend, yeah. and they all they're all pretty interesting. But those guys are hilarious. Yeah, if you ever watch a Nerd HQ panel with Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion, it's a it's a laugh right, especially when they start auctioning off all the various crap they pull out of their closet. Yes. The almonds that he bought on accident, yeah, by accident or accidentally, Alan, but on accident, on accident, because <laughs> they weren't the salted almonds. Sign that. Watching those off. All <laughs> oh, those magic cards, though. Yeah. It's like, it's like at home, just putting my hand up, going, "I will not stop." Um, <laughs> and the scooter. What do you look? 
Oh, the little two-wheeler. Oh. It's like a it's like a hands-free Segway. That looked pretty awesome. Yeah. And it's got a fob key. And was, wasn't he Nathan was gonna try and turn off while well, I was well, riding it. It was fun. Sweet. And Nathan put inside a bit of red tape that he found on the floor, put that into one of his giveaways as well. But yeah, Conman looks funny as hell. Yes, yes. It, it does. does. I'm massively looking forward to that. And like all the cameos. Yeah. Should be cool. Sweet. Other ones that I liked were uh, Doctor Who. New Doctor yes, Who trailer. With Maisie Williams at the end. Yeah. Go there on, is. What, what, what are your predictions? I, I don't know. My, I've got to be honest. My first reaction was immediately overall because I don't think it can be because we already have I don't know I thought uh, maybe that's who Missy regenerated into initially okay. so something about the, the clothes she was wearing and her hair mm. that seemed very proper so not Susan or Romana then mm. we haven't seen Susan since about season three mm. Since she got left after the Dalek stuff, it would be interesting times for Susan to come back. My dad's like Doctor Who, not until I find out what happened to Susan. Not interested. Mm. Maybe. That's but that was my immediate thought. Okay. Yeah. Which would be very very interesting, because that's a character that has just been kind of stranded and never had anything done with it since then, which is very very rare for Doctor Who. Who wrote season three? Uh, no, as, as in season three original, original Doctor oh, Who. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah right, right, it was, right. it was <laughs> William Hartnell era yeah, okay. that she so, got left there. Would he do that? Would Moffat go back that? Possibly, especially with Capaldi on board. It, he's the right kind of doctor to have Susan back again. Would she call him old man? Yeah. Call him a stern man rather than old. Got a lot of life in him with Capaldi, that's the... Uh, no, I think it's, it's what Lizzie yeah, says, 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 hello old man. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, she, yeah, took, yeah what, so you took oh, what, what took you so long? What took you so long, old yeah. man? Because he does say that he'll come back and visit at the end when she, when he leaves her, and never does. Hmm. So, <laughs> I, okay. I don't know. Cool. I mean, there's more Susan canon, I think, in the, in the big finish stuff, but... Uh, whether they're including all of that, I don't know. So that was my initial thoughts anyway. So that looks cool. And I can't wait to find out how uh, the Doctor playing electric guitar fits in. Because that just looks awesome. Very, very excited to find out how... I want to know how Missy came back. Yeah, indeed. And how uh, Scarf Scientist Girl comes back. Oh, she yeah. was very dead. Yeah, she was totally dead. You know what, Susan fits Because the episode's called The Girl... I think it's called The Girl Who Waited. Yeah. Well, the girl who waited is already no, an episode. Yeah, but they've got they've got another one with a very similar title. Because mm. it's two parts. It's the girl is the first parter, and mm. the woman is the second parter. Mm. I'm actually liking that we haven't seen much Doctor Who stuff. Yeah. So far, because like this time last year, we were just getting bombarded with stuff. Yes, we were. Yeah. Because I suppose it was Capaldi's first season, so they had to really sort of like show you the making Who the way we knew it. Yeah. But there you go. So that's, that's some food for thought and, and, and some possible predictions. That's from just me. Gonna so be let's just see I'm, how it goes. I'm going to think about that the entire episode now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> other Doctor Who stuff is Lego Dimensions. Did you see the trailer for that? I didn't. Oh. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. Lego Dimensions. Oh, mate, it looks amazing. It's like it's Lego's version of Disney Infinity, 
where you plug characters into your controller and then they turn up in the game and they're mm. doing all the Doctors. That's all. All of them with their own TARDISes. Why? So you can play any of them. And it's crossing over with the Lego movie, with Lego Batman, with pretty much every other franchise on Earth. And I imagine they're going to be selling them as figures in the same way that Disney Infinity does, which means goodbye to all of my money. All of my money will be gone when this thing comes out because it looks fucking amazing. So you can you like have battles between like Batman and Doctor Who then? Uh, well, yeah. The, the, well, there's there's a plot line mm. that involves all of them working together because you have Wildfire and Batman turning up in the TARDIS, and it's voiced by Peter Capaldi. Awesome. So yeah, it, dude, okay, watch the trailer for that. It's fucking amazing. Oh, that's the problem with Comic Con weekend is you can't there's watch just, everything. Yeah, there's just so much. much stuff. Cool, 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 cool. very cool. And then just before we get on to all the Nerd HQ stuff, even though it is a Nerd HQ thing that I'm that I'm on about, and that was the the Star Wars Battlefront live stream, which was phenomenal just to see them all playing a a twenty on twenty battle of Hoth where people were dying by at-at, and it was awesome. <laughs> I told you, man, this is just the selling point of this game for me, is you get to drive an at-at and blow people up with it. You just want to crush people underfoot. Damn right, just totally stomp on the puny humans. Legit. That's pretty legit. So, yeah, that was, that was probably one of my highlights of the, the kind of online footage. Um, yeah, one of my highlights wasn't anything to do with NerdHQ or that. It was kind of a, a soft bit of news that might have gone under the radar, but the news that Ennio Morricone is doing his first original Western score in 40 years mm-hmm. for Tarantino's The Hateful Eight. Yeah. That was just... The, the, the musicologist in me just squeed at that. <laughs> that was awesome on so many levels because Tarantino doesn't use score or composers. He uses popular music. The only time he uses score in a movie is if the score has already transcended into sort of popular culture consciousness. So it's great. And we get to see him working with Morricone, which is just like another author, director, and another incredible composer working together. Mm. And I'm just curious to see if he finally starts doing leitmotif, Mm. like the way other directors do, and what he does with it, what his twist on those little musical stings and notifiers for characters is because it's going to be wicked Mm. so that got me really super excited which reminds me Star Wars we haven't talked about the teaser reel for Star Wars all the behind the scenes stuff Mm. yeah that was awesome yes it was Simon Pegg Simon Pegg yeah (laughs) and people in robot suits and character costumes and animatronics yep yeah I I love how they're yeah, that, it's the way they said you know they're fusing kind of digital with practical effects and kind of old school techniques as well as you know up to the up to minute state of the art stuff, which I yeah it's fantastic. Yeah, it's very cool. Can't wait. And to see that. the glee of some of the people and say it's like yeah I get to come to work and build the Millennium Falcon. How cool is that? So, yeah, 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 I hate you a little bit now. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for next year for um, celebration. Yeah, just to be around all that. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It is. But yeah, it was nice to see some of the little bits in that with Leia and Han at the, in the cockpit in the Falcon and some other bits and bobs in there. It looked, yeah, yeah, it looks good. I was talking about this earlier this week. I reckon this one will be great. 
Yeah, I'm hopeful for it. I think this one will be will be great. Yeah. It's it's building up to be that, but then it's a case of do they hand it on to the next generation and then see how it goes from there in the next two. Yeah, that's where time will tell. That's part of the Marvel announcement as well. Actually, in terms of comics, there's a new crossover called Vader Down, which um, bridges the gap between Episode Four and Five from mm. Vader's point of view. So it's like after he's spun off. After he's yeah, you know, spinning around and, and he's, he's, and he's stranded. Like a tie fighter. It's everything he does to get back to the rest of the the Empire. So he faces insurmountable odds, but just carves his way through them with his lightsaber. I imagine. It's only like yeah, eating rats and stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> he's the Dark Lord of the Sith. How many odds could he possibly face that are insurmountable? <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh, he has two evil droids, and they're going to make an appearance. Evil droids. Yeah. And they will be facing off against C-3PO and R2-D2, so... <laughs> it should be interesting. Marvel have had some, like, a good run with Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but at the moment, we just keep hearing a lot of stuff that is going to be coming out, and I just want to see something now. It's, there's been a lot of talk and a lot of well we're going to do these movies and these spin-offs and we're going to do this that's going to fill in the gaps between this and that and I've still not seen anything yet yeah. I'm just kind of it's all the franchise movies the standalone stuff the mm. Boba Fett yeah. or Han Solo we'll see what we get cool cool cool, cool. Nerd HQ mm. so you watched about the Battlefront panel. Uh, I watched the Battlefront live stream. I watched some of the Nathan Fillion ones. I think it was the day four Nathan Fillion one that I watched. Uh, and was Falling Skies one. Uh, that wasn't what great. I think there were too many of them on stage for that yeah. to work properly. I think there were six of them plus Alan Tudyk. So it was it was difficult with a lot of people talking over each other. Yeah. But it was fun because it was nice to go, ha, I interviewed them. <laughs> Yeah, cool. <laughs> I mean, like Joss Whedon and Nathan Fillion go as highlights without saying because they're Joss Whedon and Nathan Fillion. Yeah, and Joss Whedon's panel was great, um, but from slightly left field, unexpected point of view, my pick of the panels were in no particular order: the Nerds of Pop Culture panel because mm. it had Commander Hatfield on it. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I mean, like, they had a genuine astronaut yep. on the panel, and it was awesome. Who'd been walking around dressed as an astronaut, yeah. <laughs> which was pretty yeah. fucking cool. And that was cool. Uh, the William Shatner panel. Ah, yeah. Because yeah. he bossed it like yes. a legend. Yeah. Freaked out a couple of attendees. He saw was, that poor yeah. girl like, sitting on his knee, and he was just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was really good on The Nerdist when he did the panel. Yeah. He did uh, a, a podcast with The Nerdist, and he's really good. So, you know, much as. You know, he has the piss taken out of Shatner. He's still an, an He's awesome still guy. a legend. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen Amell. Ah, from Arrow. Yeah. He is... He just comes across as a real genuine person. Yeah, he seems very down-to-earth. Yeah. I think that there was some... He was around in London at some point, and he was just wandering around, just chatting to people in the street. And yeah. And he kind of let slip that he'll be doing something with the WWE for SummerSlam. Ooh, okay. But we're not sure what. But some, somebody in the audience seemed to know more than they probably should when they asked the question because they mentioned Stardust. Right, okay. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. Interesting. But yeah, he kind of let slip that yes, he will be doing something, but he's not sure what his capacity is. Okay. Because that would be 
interesting. They usually have some kind of movie star, TV star yeah. tie in at SummerSlam. Yeah. It's one of the big four. Mm. So, cool. Uh, Supernatural panel. Those guys are hilarious. I've not seen that, but yeah, those, oh, those guys are hilarious. And with Aisha Tyler as the um, MC, the combat, it was, oh, that was fantastic. There's a little clip, they've got like on the Nerd HQ list, they've got the full episodes and like. And then they've got a little highlight. Yeah, yeah. The highlight for that one is a lady in a unicorn mask trying to ask a question, and she can't speak because the microphone won't fit into the unicorn mask, so they're just shoving it into the mask. <laughs> It's it's well worth watching that, <laughs> okay. like, but it's hilarious because you can imagine because Aisha Tyler is just filthy. If you've ever watched an, a Ubisoft presser at E3, yeah, yeah, she compares them every year, and she's awesome. But she's also Lana in Archer, so what to expect? Mm. Um, but the big one was Elijah Wood. Mm. wasn't sure what to expect from his panel, but I found him to be eloquent and charming and have an answer ready at all times and be engaging. Uh, again, I haven't seen it. What were people focusing on? Were they focusing on Lord of the Rings? There's a lot of Lord of the Rings stuff. It was yeah. all Lord of the Rings. A lot of the Rings. Yeah, and some stuff from Green Street as yeah, well. Yeah, because that'd be interesting. Cause I, I actually watched Green Street again a couple of nights ago, and it's, it's a very, very good film. And I'd completely forgotten that Charlie Hunnam is the other main character mm. in that. But yeah, it's, it's an interesting film, Green Street. He talked about his first role as well in sort of oh. Back to the Future Part 2. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and some of his earlier stuff, like The Faculty and... Yeah. Um, did anyone ask about Sin City? No, no one asked about Sin City. Ah, damn it, I would because he was yeah, awesome in that awesome. as Kevin. But actually, it was working on the faculty that got him the part of Frodo. Right, okay. Um, I thought it was just his absolute insistence that got him the part of Frodo. Well, he was, didn't he like, jam in the audition tapes down people's throats well, until he, they gave him the role? <laughs> he, he tells the story, and obviously tells it better than I was, just to, just to <clears throat> praise his story then. Um, someone who was working with him on the faculty said... Jackson's filming this, you should definitely go for Frodo. So he got friends together and they filmed it, multiple mm. angles. They, they filmed out the three different pieces. There was a piece from each of the three films. And uh, yeah, he filmed it, production values and everything, yeah. and then sent it off and he got an invite to come and do it. Yeah. And then got the role. Fair play. Yeah. This goes to show, being a nerd pays off, yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. That seemed to be like. The gist of most of the panels, mm. most of the panelists. Um, I forget who it was. Was it Elton, the, the chef, on the Nerds Pop Culture panel? He said the universe don't care, don't care a crap about how much you want it. You've got to go out there and make it happen for yourself, mm. which I think is spot on. Jeez, yeah, absolutely. Cool. That's all my Nerd HQ stuff. I'm trying to think if there's any others that I saw. Cause it was definitely the the one that I didn't see that I, uh, I will be watching after this was the their discussion on Project Morpheus and the kind of the future of gaming, yeah. which looks to be quite an interesting one because that's uh, after having seen that at E3, I'm really quite excited to see where this is going. Yeah, I've had my experience with the Oculus Rift and uh, almost threw up. <laughs> But there you it's go. It's a good motion sickness. Game. Oh hell yeah! I think it, it. I played three games. It was for a student's dissertation. They wanted to test the the effect of music in terms of make, raising fear during immersive video games. So we played two games, which are like designed for Oculus Rift by big game companies, and then we played a third game, which he designed. And I think his controls were not programmed correctly. 
So like when you move your head to look around, you also have to move, use the mouse as well. And so like getting out of that sink, sometimes you're just been looking too far and your eyes wouldn't be catching up with where your hand is going. So yeah, I got like two minutes into that game, I was just like, oh, I feel like crap. <laughs> uh, I hoped it was the music, it would be really cool if I read a dissertation and find out that actually that was uh, a designed response. But I think I was just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I think I wrote a pretty lengthy blog about it on the Wonky Spanner site as well, so it's uh, not my finest moment, but yeah, I wanted to get out of there so much. <laughs> but I was with students, with my students, and I was being filmed at the same time so I couldn't exactly rip the helmet off and leave. I had to yeah. push through it. Through the pain. <laughs> I had to lie down for like four hours afterwards. <laughs> but there you go. Strong cup of tea and a bit of a seat. <laughs> <laughs> the stuff we do. The stuff we do. Cool. Okay, so on, on to news then that came out of it. Well, yeah. Well, I got comic news. A lot of this was announced beforehand, but there's some new titles that were added to the Marvel list. Because mm-hmm. um, obviously we have Secret Wars yep. at When's the moment. When is that finishing? No, the final war is going to start in August. Right, okay. And then we'll lead to the all-new, all-different Marvel Universe. Uh, they announced at Comic-Con that they'd kick that off with an all-new, all-different Avengers Mm-hmm. issue zero which is just going to be a collection of one shots uh, from each of the six new lines in the new all different universe so those are uh, all new different all new all different Avengers A-Force New Avengers Ultimates Squadron Supreme and Uncanny Avengers and that will be the first post-Secret War book okay are they going with the kind of new Avengers lineup as per Age of Ultron um no, uh, maybe. Spider-Man's in there. No, Quicksilver's in there, and he's obviously dead. Yeah. In Age of Ultron. But, well, we think he's dead. Mm. You know, there's clues it's within... It's a superhero universe. And the, there's, there's, <laughs> Everyone could be brought back by some kind of... Well, there's, there's, there's already clues within Age of Ultron about how he could be brought back, because mm. the same way they healed Hawkeye. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. But there are some notable titles that I mentioned. Um... There's 45 plus titles already, so I'm not going to list them all, just the ones that yeah. stood out for me. Uh, first one was Daredevil issue one, The Devil's Apprentice, because the cover art suggests Gambit is his apprentice, which would be cool. Spider Man issue one, with Miles Morales as Spidey, mm-hmm. which is cool, but that's fine because there's Amazing Spider Man issue one with Peter Parker. Right. <laughs> so they both survive Secret Wars. Okay. They're both in Battleworld at the moment. Mm. Um, I have issue five on the way when that comes out. But yeah, they, they both made it to Battle World. Ant Man, issue one, mm. will have Scott Lang as Ant Man. That ties in with MCU. Mm-hmm. Which is out that's next week, that's out, isn't it? It'll be out on Friday. Yeah, Friday. So it's out um, today. today. <laughs> if you're listening to it today, and if you're not, it was out whenever that day was. Yeah, seven, the 17th. Just go on my. Asynchronous <laughs> internet, it's wrong. <laughs> uh, Uncanny X Men, issue one. The tagline is bigger threats require more threatening X-Men. So the team is Magneto, Psylocke, Mystique, Phantom X and Sabretooth. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But they also have other X-Men titles with a more traditional lineup, but Professor X isn't in any of them. Right. Um, all new Wolverine. I've just written here X-23 baby. Because it's it, obviously Wolverine's dead. Mm-hmm. Death of Wolverine. So he's not been brought back. Um, there will be Old Man Logan, but he wasn't from Earth 616 anyway. Mm. It's from a different spin-off universe. So that's issue one for that. And there's the Old Man Logan issue one. 
X23 will be part of the new X-Men lineups as well that she's involved in. There's Sam Wilson, Captain America issue 1, with the tagline, Who Do You Stand With? And the cover art is Sam Wilson as the Falcon and yeah. Steve Rogers as Captain America with a split down the middle of the page as they walk away. Okay, so, so prelude to Civil War. Yeah, another yeah. Civil War, perhaps. Um, well, it's, it's got to be coming in the MCU, so yeah. depends whether they're going to reflect it in the comics as well. Yeah, well, we'll start October, so... Well, I don't know whether that will. I know, I'm, I'm very I much anticipating yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be doing it. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. have got a comic as well. They've got a new title coming. Right, okay, cool. And so do the Inhumans. Um, there's a Drax issue one, <laughs> written by CM Punk. <laughs> awesome! Fuck yeah. That's, that's just literally all my notes is Drax, CM Punk, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> uh, and the Totally Awesome Hulk. The Totally Awesome Hulk. The Totally Hulk. Awesome Hulk. Yeah. Um, the, we don't know who it is, because the face of the Hulk is uh, blacked out on the cover. Um, but there's rumours suggesting it's Amadeus Cho. Because in the, the Secret Wars split... In the other universe, Dr. Bruce Banner wasn't subjected to gamma radiation. Mm-hmm. So he didn't become the Hulk in that universe. Because uh, comics are weird. And there's an instant in which Amadeus Cho is suspected to have been killed um, in a gamma bomb detonation. So it could be that he comes back because he is totally awesome. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Either that or Bill or Ted, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Cool, that's my that's my Marvel news, apart from Vader dying. Um, yeah. Next set of comics. Yeah, 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 DC. Did you get any DC news? Oh, sorry, not DC, Vertigo, sorry. Because we actually spoke yeah. last week, we were talking about Vertigo and New Line, yeah. and how they don't have many titles. Mm. Uh, that seemed to have been noticed, because they've brought up, like, 12 new titles. I started writing notes, and then got bored of writing notes, so I just started bookmarking shit on my laptop. Because <sighs> it was just quicker. <laughs> I'd written like a couple of sides. And I was like, my hand was tied. So yeah, there are a couple of new, well, 12 new titles. The Twilight Children, which will debut in October. Um, it's a mini-series about a supernatural horror story centred on flawed and volatile young woman named Tito. Mm-hmm. Their next book, again, I think it's another ongoing series. Um, it's called Survivors Club this one intrigues me Uh, the bio says playing on the tropes of 80s horror movies the series takes six survivors of different terrifying experiences a killer doll, a slasher, a haunted house a Japanese horror tale an encounter with creepy neighbours and a trip through an arcade machine into hell and brings them together as a club of chosen ones holy shit that completely sorry reminds me of one trailer we completely forgot Ash vs Evil Dead oh fuck (laughs) <laughs> that was yeah, fucking awesome trailer. Massively looking forward to that. Did you see it? I didn't. Uh, oh, dude, it looks uh, absolutely amazing. Have you seen it? No. 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 Right, you have to watch the Ash, Ash versus <laughs> Evil Dead trailer. It's just him at the start, kind of going through another kind of tooling up scene from um, 
Evil Dead 2 where he's just kind of you know putting himself together yeah. with a chainsaw and everything he's doing that but he's literally just strapping on a girdle to keep his stomach in <laughs> it is absolutely hilarious the trailer looks fantastic awesome so yeah it's it's as cheesy as brilliant as, as Evil Dead and it looks like they're even including like literally sections of Evil Dead as flashbacks at the start sweet so yeah I reckon we'll put together a list of all the trailers and just like stick them in the show yeah, notes. Absolutely, yeah. But yeah, definitely watch Ash vs. Evil Dead. That, that's going to be my standout show. That's, that's premiering uh, Halloween this year. Fuck, standout shows. And again, another trailer Heroes Reborn. Yeah, yes, yes, Heroes Reborn. Heroes Reborn yeah. actually looks really does, fucking good. It does look interesting. It looks, yeah, something to do with the sun being sucking things into yeah. it and possibly destroying the universe and the heroes actually trying to do something about it. So. And they had the cheerleader footage as well. Mm, indeed. Yeah, they, they showed the cheerleader footage and we saw Hero yeah. and we saw Matt Parker, Matt Parker. And Surinda. Yeah. And Noah. Mohinder. Mohinder, yeah. Yeah. Say Surinder. Yeah, Mohinder. And, and Petrelli's mum. Yeah. So, yeah, it's there's, there's a hell of a lot of them back, but that does look really good. It does good. look good. Which is cool because season two and three of Heroes was shit. Yeah. Season one was fantastic. Yeah. But, yeah, we've said it before, right strike. Yeah, absolutely. That's the problem Killed that. so many good shows. Yeah. Okay, next up is uh, a Gail Simone book, Clean Room. That's a new book. A uh, new ongoing series debuting again in October. Um, it had been previously announced and postponed, but now it's been pushed up to this year. It says it's a mind-bending series that tells of a journalist's investigations into a guru who claims to be able to heal deep-seated psychological problems thanks to her mysterious, hermetically sealed clean room. Mm. Should be interesting. Yeah. Art Ops, um, which looks like it's a group that track down characters that escape from their paintings. Okay. The issue of the cover of issue one is basically the Mona Lisa without the Mona Lisa, but she's in the foreground. Mm. It's like looking around the corner. So yeah, they. <laughs> Yeah, they retrieve escapees from works of art. <laughs> okay. So, good to see Vertigo, you know. <laughs> yeah. Still playing it weird. Um, Unfollow, which looks like it's some sort of social media-based so murder thing. thing. yeah. And that's literally all there is on that. Oh, there's loads. Like, there's so many. That's fine. Well, I think we'll put the list we'll of put the list of them up. on, on or, or at least a link to that article. But the other one that's interesting, especially because it ties in with TV shows for next year, uh, Lucifer is getting another mm. issue one that's getting rebooted. Okay, that's being rebooted. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. There's loads. Check well, them out. Let, let's hope that Lucifer lasts for more than one season, unlike Constantine. Yeah. You know, Stephen Amell was saying in his panel how he was pushing to get Constantine picked up to a different, uh, different channel. Mm. But yeah. Yep. If you get. And then, like, Dark Horse Comics have got announcements about Legend of Korra, and they've got Twist, which is Joss Whedon returning to the comic world mm. for a new title about a Victorian-age female Batman, essentially. Steampunk Batman. Yeah. Hells yes. Hells yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, that's almost all my Comic-Con news. Mm, yeah. My last little bit of Comic Con news: If you get a chance to follow Haley Atwell or Chloe Bennett on Instagram, watch the Dub Smash War because it's the cast of Agents of Shield versus the cast of Peggy Car of Agent Carter, and it's fucking brilliant. Excellent. Yeah, and Dub Smash. 
I should get a double smash account because then I can actually like double smash like a pro rather than just dance <laughs> to it in the office. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. It was a beautiful song. I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, I'm tapped out for news. Yeah, no, yeah, that's pretty much everything for me from. Comic Con, unless something sparks off something else, then I've completely yeah. forgotten. Yeah. In which case, I'll go, ah! I haven't slept for like three days because, like, all the panels are like. <laughs> Mainlining panels. Yeah, up until two or three in the morning just to watch them live. Yeah, I think it's probably worth just saying again about the Nerd HQ and what they do and oh, why. Oh, yeah, Operation, Operation Smile. Smile because, yeah. you know, it, it's worth talking about. So, Operation Smile is a charity that provides safe surgeries for children born with cleft lips and cleft palates um, around the world, predominantly third world. Um, because some of them have it so bad they can't feed, they can't latch, and they do die as a result of it. And the surgery takes about an hour. And yeah, and we don't. I donate when I watch the panels online, so I donate to that. But yeah, it's something that Zach Levi feels very passionately about. Um, they had an Operation Smile panel at this year's Net HQ as well, which is well worth watching, just to get an idea of what they do and how important their their work is. Um, but yeah, the and links yeah. will be in the show notes. And yeah, doesn't exactly if I look badass in the Heroes trailer. He does. <laughs> yeah, as a panel, I've yet to watch actually his Heroes Reborn HQ panel. But yeah, uh, we'll put a link to Operation Smile in the show notes. Yep. Just check it out. Cool. Okay, so from one con to another con. Yeah. yeah. Collider con. I've been given a. Some notes because I tend to go off script and probably say something embarrassing. So, <laughs> what I've been we do that all the time. We've, we've made a show out of saying things <laughs> embarrassing. That's what we do. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Collidercon um, is a brand spanking new UK convention fusing gaming, sci fi, fantasy, horror, um, comics, and more. Who knows what that is? But but you've got, you know, you've got to have some surprises. You've so. got roleplay as well, haven't you? you got, aren't you doing a Dungeons and Dragons event? Yeah, I was going to get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm, spoilers! <laughs> Dude! I'm sorry, I, I like, after playing Pathfinder at the Games Expo, I'm like, I want a D&D at every event I go to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, um, the, the gentleman who's running the D&D tournaments, they're about an hour long mini adventures. Okay. So I just get people who are, I'm sure we'll have a section for, if you want to go for a good old, you know, long session for a day. Go for it, but you know, just get people interested in it, pick it up. Um, or for lapsed gamers, yeah, just entice them back again. Go look what you're missing. Because yeah, you know, an hour's not really that long, so you, you know, he's got a lot planned in to pack in. Yeah. Is it fifth ed? Do you know? Hmm? Is it fifth ed D and D? No, actually, well, I don't know. That's like, say no. Don't say, yeah, that's why I need notes. Gonna sure. say something embarrassing. I, I'm not sure because um, wasn't written down for me. That's but I, right. you know, because um, I'm not. In, charge of like gaming for the reasons so I forget something like the games so registrations okay um so uh where are we so we're at the Radisson Blue Edwardian Hotel at Heathrow um so it's three days from the 2nd to 4th of October and yeah we've got um fully packed um games rooms so traditional war games um computer games I've got a computer games list of what because um, there's a massive retro gaming yeah. thing there isn't there yeah. which I'm really looking forward to so the consoles we have so far because Brawny's just like off the top of his head because they're all his consoles that bring, he's bringing in he's got uh, a NES SNES N64 GameCube Master System Mega Drive Saturn 
Dreamcast, Wii, Wii U, PlayStation, PlayStation 2, probably got a lot of the, the later ones um, as well, and that kind of goes in with the, the tournaments that we're having, with the um, Smash Brothers tournament. Yeah, I saw the Smash Brothers tournament. Um, there'll be a Bomberman tournament, uh, Super Mario. Say, what, Bomberman? Yeah, have you not seen awesome. that? Have you not seen the Bomberman where you get, uh, we, some of the conventions have like a 10 player setup, so 10 players play. Oh, that's for your phone, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking room. love Bomberman. <laughs> yeah, but you've, you've got other, you know, you've got to be interviewing you know, our star guest, Alan McLean and John Patrick Lowry. We from, certainly do. Yeah. We do indeed. So, everybody's kind of excited about those guys. As yeah. soon as you just, you know, you drop, like, Alan McLean, I was like, what? It's yeah. amazing. So, she's there. And, um, you know, the, the chairman and um, the finance director, they... They've met them before um, at Kitacon, and mm. you know they're so lovely to talk to. They love meeting, you know, all the fans and the attendees, and they'll spend time signing things, having a chat, having a, a sing along. I think at one point. Oh, awesome! Ellen might sing. Oh, we've oh, got to, we've got we've to got get, get the polls to sing. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do. <laughs> That's I mean, got to happen. So I know I know Ellen from Portal, but mm. I know John Larry from Dota Two. Yeah. Because I play a lot of Dota Two. I should be a lot better at Dota Two than I am given the hours I've spent playing Dota 2. <laughs> <laughs> I've deleted my Dota buff, so I don't want people knowing how shit I am at that game. <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah. Um, and we all ha have um, uh, Dr. Matta Haggis, who's a um, games and narrative uh, designer. I think he worked on Alien vs. Predator. Mm. So he'll be fun. Um, and he'll be on one of the panels. And we have uh, Duncan Malloy from Osprey Gaming. He's um, a games designer and developer. So, as you go for uh, your last uh, episode, talking about people not investing or board gaming is dead. Yeah. So Osprey is now an imprint of Bloomsbury. They've got. We were going into a, a line of. We were. Uh, Osprey were going into a line of games, and Bloomsbury were like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so they've just been you know, bringing out their first couple of games. That was their war games line, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. we've got the King is Dead. They've got. Um, they come unseen, which is. Um, submarine game so you've had like a secret like board and you have to find the submarines before they got to basically battleships like, battleships not battleships <laughs> there's, there's actually <laughs> you're with me there right yeah it's totally battleships do <laughs> you know the gentleman who designed uh, who made the game was actually commander for uh, the royal navy was That's a submarine cool. commander so yeah i don't think he'd appreciate the <laughs> battleships <laughs> Um, not battleships. It's not my battleship. <laughs> <laughs> no. Two Bill and Ted references in no. one episode. Hell yeah. And, uh, There'll be a third one at the end. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, and we've got, we've got some other uh, guys um, doing a panel. They were um, on Nightmare. I don't know if you remember. Mm. Yeah, we remember, we remember Nightmare. Yeah. And so we've got the first ever winning team, which is uh, Dan Allen and Mark Wixon, who were on the first yeah. ever winning team. And... I remember that show. Like my I dad would make. I think my dad used to make me watch the show for an excuse for him to watch. I'm like, you're watching it with the kids. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I, I set it on series record because Challenge started re-showing them all, so I've been building them up on uh, on on my skybox to sit and watch them all. <laughs> Is that Mark Wixon in Intrusion? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And Dan, I think as well, used to go down to Intrusion. So like when you see him next, you're like, oh yeah, there's you. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, and um, so those guys, and we have a uh, Avatar: The Last End. Uh, 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 Last Avatar. Airbender. Yeah, not Avatar that movie. God. 
<laughs> Any, yeah. Anyway, the, the last Airbender themed martial arts display by a gentleman called uh, Robert Carl. Um, that looks like sweet. Quite, looks funny. He's got some promo pictures up on the, the website. Hmm. And we also have um, the Geekatorium, which is a sci variety like, comedy show. And there's uh, three or four comedians doing a, a show on the Sunday. Um, it's a comedy panel about being, you know, being geeks, being nerds. Hmm. I think. Um, one of them usually goes to the Edinburgh Fringe called Rob Depp, so he's like the dork knight. Okay, and yeah. so like all the shows have something to do with that. So it's yeah, it's quite. We, we've we've spoken to quite a bit because we had festivals of spoken nerd we've had on the show before. Yeah, I'm seeing them uh, next week. They're playing at the Tringe Festival next week. Are they? Yeah. All right, cool. Because they're, they're, they're going to be in Digcot in November at Cornerstone, so I'll be going to that one. Yeah, my sister got me tickets. All oh, right, sister, sweet. Yeah. Awesome. I just got to go. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> um, yeah, and then the other guy who who does um, video game nation and the dark room. Oh, that, yeah. Um, Dude, tell John. us about the dark room, Brendan. Oh, <laughs> yeah, what was yeah? Oh, you'll never let me forget that, will you? So I was, you know, I was getting ready, listening to you know some of the podcasts that I hadn't heard. Like, this dark room. Well, evidently, it's a podcast that I hadn't listened to either because <laughs> Spindle's not directed. I was actually in the recording. I was present in the room at the time and I still forgot he mentioned it. But yeah, that was pretty cool. John Robertson is, yes, there, that, is the guy. Yes, that's his name, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that's worth That's yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks for giving me the opportunity there. Just to rub it in a bit more. <laughs> so, yeah, and uh, also we have the usual... Um, we have we'll have movie nights as well as I think there's a sing along. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to drop what sing along it is if there is a sing along because if there may or may not be a sing along. <laughs> yes, <laughs> if there's a sing along, I will be there. Oh, okay, there's a sing along. We'll be showing um, sci-fi and horror films, fantasy, and some obviously some anime because who doesn't you know want to watch Akira at one o'clock in the morning? Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. <laughs> Depends which version, though, because I'm not, oh, I'm not well. such a fan of the, the new remastered one. Well. Got to have the original. Tetsuo! Canada! <laughs> we um, use Akira when we're teaching 5.1. Really? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. We use that in The Matrix for 5.1. Cool. Because there's some good audio in that. You point out to them the wonderful dichotomy of the fact that the motorbikes are screaming along at 50 kilometres per hour and leaving light trails. So that always amuses me. Nah, that's a film visual thing. That's just in the sound. Fair enough. Yeah, and um, we've got obviously parties and stuff going on, but not too late, strangely, for this. We're going to focus more on... We've seen that like, a lot of conventions just go off. It's party, there's no panels, mm. and everybody's too tired, and then yeah. you miss out on you know, meeting, meeting and seeing you know, great panellists, so... Parties will be going on early till, but you know you feel you know feel free to go party in your rooms, or yeah. you know. I probably we'll, we'll, will. We'll find uh, you know we'll sort it out. Don't worry. I see this why I get in trouble because it's not written down, and Matt's going to kill me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you. What did you say about parties in the room? You were you were promising them all sorts. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ex- I heard party in my room. Yeah. Yeah. Your room. That's it. Everybody. <laughs> well, we're turning up at Brendan's room. <laughs> yeah. Bottles of whiskey. Right. Where's the party, dude? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Just be locked up in the bathroom. <laughs> Sleep in the bath. Just everybody knock on the yeah, knock on the door. Yeah. And we, we have, have bomber man. <laughs> yeah. We oh, brought it all sing on along bomber man. <laughs> Maybe you could just make the bomber man area your room. You're like just brought the bed down from the. 
Actually, you might get in trouble for that later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not do that. See, now I just want to bring Soul Blade along with me now because that's one of my favourite PS1 games. And I want to bring that along and just put that in and just kick ass on, on Soul Blade. You can do that. We can, you know, Ronnie, see if you can bring your own games. Like, cause... But then you'd have to monitor your own. You have to monitor, you know, you leave your items, you know. At, at your own, own risk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 on. Uh, I've, got, I've got Pro Skater 3 for PS2, but... See, now I'm thinking. Mm. We should have a Tony Hawk's tournament. Hell yeah. What? Yeah. Is that just like... There's no doubt. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Yeah. We'll sponsor it. <laughs> <laughs> you can win an evening in our company. <laughs> <laughs> playing games. Brendan's room. Hang yeah, Brendan's room with Whiskey and Bomberman. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> And we'll never be allowed back in that hotel again. <coughs> oh, and we'll have the, you know, the usual you know, cosplays welcome. We won't be doing a, like a, a big you know, masquerade like they usually do, but we will have some kind of... Voting. You're doing the token thing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah same as Nine Worlds, which is... Yeah, it's, yeah. Just a, it's just a lot easier. It takes yeah, I think that's great. I think it's really cool. Just a nice way of, of saying, hey, I approve of your cosplay, there you go. Because I've done cosplay myself, and like going around and people have said... I don't know what it is that you're you know wearing but you know i like it so you can vote for people that yeah. way rather than having to this is this person from this hmm. show or whatever. see every now and then i get them and say, like what are you just saying this is just my normal clothes dude <laughs> 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 <But I can't, laughs> it's like okay cool you appreciate my style that's yeah. nice <laughs> that's kind of cool <laughs> and we'll, obviously we'll have the um, charity auctions as well where obviously we'll ask uh, guests and panelists to bring in things to auction off and that will be for um, basically, in honor, uh, honor of Terry Pratchett, so it'll be mm. the um, Alzheimer's uh, research. Oh, cool. That's charity. really good. Yeah. That's awesome. So, we'll probably have charity buckets out, obviously, proper charity buckets out, not just me going around with a can going, oh, you know, mm. help, you know, help out. So, yeah, yeah, and I think, apart from stuff, you know, keeping things a secret, that's really kind of what I've got to, uh, to share. I mean, is, is there a kind of a uh, price hike if people don't book by a certain time or no, is it, no, no okay cool so it's not like a staggered approach no no the um yeah the tickets are at 55 pounds you know there is a really kind of big discount on the hotel rooms um which are ridiculous because we um i have a friend who's going and she's like i just tried to do it without the you know the special code that's on the mm. thing like, your link is like half price oh yeah it's, <laughs> it's a massive discount yeah so, and it's a really nice hotel as well. Yeah, yeah, Radisson Blue is great. It's, sorry, yeah. it was Radisson Edwardian? Yeah, yeah Radisson Edwardian, yeah. 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 It, it's got a cool water feature on the first level. Yeah, that's all I ask is people don't... Don't go swimming. Please, <laughs> don't go in the water. I will not be able to cope because registration is probably going to happen in the atrium and I'll just yeah, be yeah. From, from my chair just screaming. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. note to self. Don't, don't go swimming. People in their costumes. <laughs> Party in Brendan's room, not in the <laughs> yeah, not in the water feature. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's a great venue. I think it was a bit weird because we went there for Nine Worlds last year. It's it's a bit weird because there's stuff going on in little rooms all over yeah. the place. So, but once you kind of get your bearings, it's all good. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and the the big party room as well. It's that is mm. it's massive, and they've got the nice nice sound system set up as well. So it won't be just you know crackly music in the background. It's that's cool. Be good fun. That's yeah. cool, you'll, you'll have him complaining if you do. It's yeah. sound and you. I can do better than And we have our own bar, it's discounted as well. So when the parties start at eight, you know, drinks, prices go down. But it is an over 18, you know, yeah, convention, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not a case of, you know, make sure the kids don't have that drink because, you know, it's yeah, over 18, knows. so. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm sold. Yeah. Discounted <laughs> drinks, bomber man, sing along. 
party in your room. And I get to meet I get to meet John Larry and Elaine as well. So yeah. that's pretty sweet. Yes. So yeah, if you hadn't caught that, then we're doing the interviews. And yeah. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be cool. <laughs> massive. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Cheers. Anything else for this episode? Um, well, I guess he has just uh, to, to, uh, it's still sticking on the convention theme yeah. because we're at Nine Worlds in three weeks' time. Uh, yeah, I think it's three weeks yeah. until Nine Worlds now because the, yeah, the, the schedule for that just came out today. There's all sorts of cool, fun, groovy stuff on there. Yeah, so, I've spotted the sing-along already. Yeah, it? there's a, a weeding, weeding, weeding along. Uh, and then on the Saturday afternoon, uh, I think it's from 11.15, sorry, Saturday 11.15 till 1 is the second annual podcast games, is that which I'm in, so I will be competing for the golden mic. Are you on, competing as Wonky Spanner? Um, or Nervous as well? I'll be competing as Nervous as well, probably. So, next year it goes Wonky Spanner and I'll go as Nervous as well and we'll crush them together. Oh, yes. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. So, I, didn't yeah, get as, I didn't get as far as the Saturday, to be honest. I looked through the, through the Friday list and got as far as the sing-along. I was like, yep, totally worth the money. Yeah, <laughs> no, don't care what's happening yeah, the rest of the weekend. No, it's fine. But uh, Emma and uh, and Joanne have got tickets for the uh, the water dancing workshops with Cereo Pharrell. So, nice. Yeah, they're massively looking forward to that. They get like a dagger and a certificate and stuff out of it. <laughs> so they're like, we get to do water dancing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so it's going to be an awesome weekend, I reckon. Yeah, Nightmare Live are there as well. Yes, Nightmare Live. Yeah, so that's cool. Yeah, because I, I knew that was at one of the conventions. I couldn't think yeah. whether it was that one or, or or this one. So. Yeah. So yes, come say hi to us. At we'll be around at Nine Worlds. Hopefully, we'll be recording some podcasts over the weekend. Yep. So yeah, we'll we'll give people a shout and let them know what we're up to. And we'll be tweeting constantly during the day, so you'll know where to find us. Yep. <coughs> or you'll know where we are, so you can avoid us if that's your. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Are there? There. Screw them. <laughs> no party in Brendan's room. I have to come to Kaleidocon for that. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> Remember the mini. Because I hate parties. The mini bar is not free. No, either. Okay. that's another one. They have a lovely mini bar, and I was like, is that, is that first thing went. Is that complimentary? Like, no, 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 no. don't touch it. Cool. So yeah, there's th- that. Uh, also, obviously, YouTube channel is there. Please go along, subscribe to that. There's new stuff coming on that all the time from both Nerd vs. World, uh, Wonky Cast, uh, Games Podcast, because I know the, the gaming podcast guys are off to MCM Manchester Sweet. in a couple of weeks' time, so they'll be coming back with some uh, some gubbins from there. Excellent. Um, and then the, yeah, there's the occasional weird parody song that I'm putting out, of which I've got another one almost ready to go. <laughs> um, in light of Amy Morricone's announcement for Tarantino, I will be doing my Tarantino Pulp Fiction MA Musicology presentation as a podcast next week. It <laughs> should be up sometime next week, so check that out on the Escape Pod. The first proper episode of the Escape Pod. Mm, sweet. Um, so yeah, all sorts of goodies to come. So yeah, keep an eye out on, on the website and on the YouTube channel. There is all sorts of stuff to come. And check the show notes for links to all of our social media stuff and everything we've mentioned in the in the episode. So check that out for Kaleidocon and for NerdHQ videos and the Vertigo comics that I didn't list. Yeah. Follow us, stalkers, turn up at Brendan's room with whiskey for Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to fight this anymore. This <laughs> <laughs> seems totally legit. <laughs> cool. Thank you all for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. I've been Emma. And until next time, 
Take care and be excellent to each other. Reference number three. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs>